1: This is MP on the mic on Sports Radio 910, The Fan, and 105.1 FM. All right, 15 past the hour rolling along on this Monday morning. Victory Monday for the Washington Commanders. Snap to Howe. They're going to throw over the middle. Caught.
2: Curtis Samuel
1: twisted
0: into the end zone. Touchdown! (laughs) Touchdown, Washington! And that is his third
1: straight game with a TD. If it's going to be a twisting into the end zone, it's going to be Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel, third consecutive game with a score. The Washington offense gets enough on the board to then not do anything for a little while. Hold them off the rest of the way. Big win for the Commanders in Atlanta over the Falcons. Hey, what do you call a victory Monday that almost wasn't? That's a victory Monday. That's uh, it still counts. Put them put them all on the board. Uh, it is still a win, and it was a much needed win. Uh, even even Ron Rivera giving out the game ball in the locker room after the game. Very clear. Lots of lots of work still to be done, but man, it, it feels so good to come in here on a Monday and be talking about the other team doing stupid stuff that cost them the win. What a Game for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I did. I mean, just so many embarrassing moments. Hard, hard to single out just one. I, I'd suggest taking a delay a game on third and goal from the two. That's pretty bad. Um, wait a second. There was also uh, with the clock stopped. They had to use their last timeout after spiking the ball late in the game on third and one. Uh, and and then the decision to go for it on fourth and eight from near midfield, and instead of punting, ultimately ends up costing them a ton of field position. Take your pick. It, it, an embarrassing game by the Atlanta Falcons. Hey, you can only win the games that are on the schedule. That's, uh, that, that's the only games you can play, and uh, Washington won the game yesterday. Hey, play with a lead. That's more fun um there there were some great moments some great runs uh brian robinson curtis samuel some really tough runs uh good to see brian robinson touch the end zone haven't had enough of that this season for sure chris rodriguez coming off the bench to give it a, a, a tough run uh so so on the offensive side look i you know you can't be impressed by what happened in the fourth quarter they're essentially going three and out every time they touched it we'll go deeper on this later in the week i it, I know everybody wants to blame the offensive coordinator for everything. I, I didn't mind Eric bien play calls. He did a nice play action, got Sam Howell a chance. They, they just didn't make the plays. Jahan Dotson didn't make the plays yesterday. That, that was a surprise to see. Obviously, he's had a really great year and a half in Washington. Just didn't make the plays yesterday. Uh, Sam Howell, I, no turnovers is just so huge for him. I mean, that is that is such a difference maker when you have a Sam Howell without a turnover game and, and a Sam Howell with throwing an interception game. Uh, Three touchdowns for Sam Howell, no interceptions, 151 yards, not much. There just wasn't much across the board offensively. Um, They they really relied on those defensive takeaways. And uh, and a little Jamison Crowder punt return. Sam Howell uh, gave him a shout-out after the game.
2: Yeah, Jamison, I I told him after the game, that was one of the things that really helped us to win this football game. Um, I think – our defense did a good job putting us in good situations with the turnovers, and then obviously that punt return gave us a short field, and we were able to get seven points off of that. Um, so yeah, that was huge. Um, and whenever you can kind of get sparks from whether it's the defense or special teams, it definitely helps the offense. You know, gets a good defense in Atlanta, you know they did a lot of good jobs, a lot of a lot of things really well on defense, and kind of made some things tough in the passing game. Um, but you know, I'm just glad our defense played well, and we were able to you know take advantage of some opportunities that we had on some short fields. But you know, I think the main thing is we know we have a lot of stuff we can clean up. And, you know, we know we can play. Better and that's a good football team. You know, Atlanta's a good football team, and so it's it's exciting when you know you can win, but you also didn't play your best game.
1: Yeah, that's a great summary from Sam Howell there. A win, but they didn't play their best football game. I would completely agree with that. You agree too, this was a game they had to have coming off of the Bears embarrassment, uh, bouncing back defensively and they they bent. They bent a lot. There were scary moments. Uh, I mean, I I know I wasn't the only one thinking in the fourth quarter. Oh oh man, like you're I mean they they are playing with fire here um but they ultimately uh bow back get the job done look if if you're grading this out a, a defense was what a C C minus um you take away those takeaways and Atlanta's scoring enough to win and we talked about it this this was not a potent offense coming in this was a game where the defense needed to get right they they hung tough uh they C C minus uh but you know, you know what sees get? Seeds get to Greece. And uh, they, they leave with the piece of paper, leave with the dub uh, coming out of Atlanta, which was what matters there. They'll have to play better than that going into the New York Giants game. I, I mean, I think just overall still probably a lot of exasperation uh, about this defense, about Jack Del Rio, about the scheme. But I, I at least saw some things that made me feel a little better yesterday. Um, you know, they they changed a lot of things. Uh, over that 10-day break, you saw almost exclusively a you know, ton of that five defensive lineman look, um, five down, which is, and Ron Rivera said after the game, that's essentially a 3-4 defense is what that is. But it gets your best playmakers on the field, gets them in position to make plays, um, Some still some penalties. I mean, Kyle Pitts feasting, Drake London feasting yesterday. Those are not numbers you want to see for guys who have been held in check most of the year. Um, but very impressive to see uh Jack Del Rio adjust send some blitzes um had some very effective blitzes too uh man they you know third and nine uh late in the game they're about seven minutes left um they they get the roughing the quarterback call on Cody Barton but that that was a heck of a blitz and a heck of a blitz call in that situation by Jack Del Rio he's listening he's learning it's uh only took four years, and uh, almost getting fired after a bad loss. for Magic Johnson was getting mad in the owner's box. That's all. It t- sometimes, sometimes you just need that nudge, and uh, it looks like maybe, maybe Jack Del Rio's received that nudge. But eighty-three snaps defensively for the Washington Commanders defense yesterday. Uh, zero snaps for Emmanuel Forbes. We'll dive into that throughout the week. But as you evaluate the parts of this. You know, I don't know anybody comes away from this feeling more confident in Ron Rivera and his leadership and his ability to hang around. You know, personnel. Ron drafted a guy in the first round who played zero snaps in an important game where the defense was out there for eighty-three snaps. You know, I did. You know, they they were out there for thirty-six minutes. You know, that majority of the game there. Uh, I don't know that you feel great about Jack Del Rio. You feel like, all right, he's adjusted, but man, that the, the frustrations are still there. That the big plays. We're absolutely still there, uh, you, you just feel like you got the win. Um, and, and you can feel good about the reserves defensively. Casey Tuhill, uh a Paris sacks, John Ridgway had a nice game coming off the bench. You know, with that five defensive lineman look with playing 83 snaps, those guys were leaned on heavily. And uh, uh, Kendall Fuller, who had an interception himself, he noted uh, they delivered.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's what every good defense has to have, have that. You know, you got to have good depth. It's going to be injuries throughout the season and things like that. And, uh, you know, Casey, James, Smith, Williams, all those guys, they work hard all throughout the week. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to see that show to show on the field for them. You know, we're, we're so
1: used to slow starts around here. We're so used to they've got to throw the ball. They've got to get it back in the second half. You forget how much easier football is. When you're playing with the lead like the Washington Commanders did yesterday, jump out, get that 24th point early in the second half, put the pressure on the Falcons, allows your defense to do more, allows them to pin their ears back, allows them to get after it in a way they wouldn't have otherwise, and and certainly it, it allows the offense uh to, to not be hamstrung into into trying to do things with Sam Howell. It gives you the chance to go to Brian Robinson, it gives you the chance to go to Curtis Samuel. Um, they got that lead in large part, I I feel, by trusting Terry McLaurin and trusting Terry McLaurin to make some big plays early. Uh it's not rocket science at this point. Dude catches the ball even even in contested situations. Uh he's earned the right for more of that. And uh you, you got the sense, you, you'll hear Sam Howell again after the game. You got the sense they they knew there was a little too much logan thomas a little not enough terry mclaurin coming into this game
2: yeah i mean we knew you know we script you know the first we have like you know the first 15 we call it you know and we script plays and we know terry had a good good opportunity to you know be the primary in a lot of those plays and get the ball and you know we knew we were going to see a lot of man match type cover against them and we know our guys are going to have to win, and Terry's a guy that excels in man coverage. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we we always want to get Terry going, and we want to we want to get everybody going. Um, like just talking to the guys, man, like there was a lot of I don't think Curtis and Jahan didn't have very much involvement in the passing game, and that's just something we got to continue to get better at moving forward. And those guys know it's only a matter of time. Um, and at the end of the day, they were happy to win. But yeah, I mean, Terry did a good job, and all those guys guys did a good job when their number was called.
1: McLaurin, such a big part of this offense and such a big part of getting the young quarterback going. And, I mean, that, that's what you needed yesterday. Win, win at any cost. and no, nobody, nobody was making them play the 2007 Patriots yesterday. Uh, this, this was the 2023 Atlanta Falcons. They beat themselves. And uh, in the NFL, in the middle of the NFL, a lot of times that's going to be good enough week in and week out uh, to, to just take care of your business. Let the other team falter on theirs. I, I don't think it's reasonable to suggest Sam Howell's going to have a zero turnover game every week. Uh, still had the sacks, still had the timing issues. Uh, certainly a lot to clean up, uh, continuing forward there. But the difference between Sam Howell who throws interceptions and Sam Howell who doesn't uh, is the difference between winning and losing right now. Uh, this this defense gave him enough, bent, didn't break, made, made some big plays when it mattered. Uh, I, I don't know that I'm... I'm in, I'm on, on the bandwagon, right? We always talk about, like, the swings of being a fan. Like, when they lose, ah, everything's the worst. Fire everybody. Then when they win, I didn't give everybody a raise, give everybody an extension. Um, obviously, we were all at, at the fire everybody stage last week, 27-3, to halftime to the Bears. Uh, I don't know that I'm doling out extensions after this one. I, I com- confirmed a lot of my priors, to, to use a political term there. Uh, it, we came into this game... Thing and Jack Del Rio uh, was really struggling this year to put it together. Uh, he gets he gets some very timely takeaways, very important changes to the blitz. Uh, but I still got major questions here, and I I don't know how you can watch that and say this is a team that's for sure gonna beat the Giants. This is a team that you know has it rolling. They're gonna be in the playoff discussion. They're three and three. That's uh that that's what NFL teams are designed to do to float to three and three. I still have Sam Howell questions. I don't have Eric Bieniemy questions, but I didn't you know I I didn't even after the Bears game either. I I wish he hadn't thrown the ball so much when they were behind, but I he he was getting hamstrung a little bit on that. Uh, was interesting to see the the do your job poster. It seemed like the players were alluding after the game that was an Eric Bieniemy thing, which is kind of fascinating on its own, obviously. Um, some some weird power dynamics going on there in D.C. For sure. But a big Commanders win. Uh, it, it'll it'll keep everything afloat for a week going into a pretty major stretch here. Giants and Eagles back-to-back paradivisional games. Uh, we'll break those down for you all week as we uh, roll along. That's going to be a ton of fun. When we come back, This state has an undefeated football team. It's the James Madison Dukes. Play some clips from their big win over Georgia Southern. And what's next? For JMU, you're listening to 910 The Fan, now 1051 FM.
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too